I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. of the gold diggers podcast i'm your host today beatrice and today i'm joined with sagal at sagale on twitter marva at marva msk lauren at lauren coys uh samantha at s with ck12 and tima at teams underscore gh i hope all of you are excited today because we've got a lot to talk about some of us some of us north london derby lauren how did that game go for you um to be honest, as soon as I saw the team sheet, I knew how the game was going to go because we needed to be at our strongest 11, I think, to even get close to Arsenal. Mm-hmm. First half was unacceptable. Um, the attitude, the mentality. You can't approach a North London derby like you're playing pre-season. Um, we were terrible. Like, no, we, was te- we were terrible. Like, it was, it was embarrassing. We were at home. Second half, we were better, but Ramsdale had a good game. And my goalkeeper... Captain of the team for 10 years, number one for 10 years, and needs to go and find, go back to his home team, I think his niece or something, and enjoy your retirement couple of seasons. It's time to move on. Nice um, is a nice place as well. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Beach vibes. Yeah, you know, you have nice time by the sea. There's a lot of Italian food there. Enjoy. Go go across to Monaco. Go see the sights. It's, it's, it's his time in the in the Premier League is done. Larice has recently retired. Um, from France and I just think he's at the end of his career he's made double the number of mistakes leading to goals um, than any other player in the league this season is that and four? it costs us yes four and it just costs us like you, you're the captain I mean he was it's, it's like he's playing volley- volleyball he was what is this motion it was like he was scared <laughs> of the ball <laughs> you know what you're like as if he was going all tired um, and you know like it's just not good enough and then you just put the team on the back foot the confidence drops like we haven't been in good form and then you know and then oh god no, nobody no one wants to close him down Larissa's is look <laughs> the words aren't coming out 62,000 people in that stadium would have told you that that guy's going to shoot mm. Larissa's is like oh, you just, oh yeah 
So I just think that they're, they're really stupid goals. I mean, you know, Arsenal were the better team. They have more quality, but they're really stupid goals to concede. And when you look at Ramsdale and the, and the saves that he, when his team needed him, he was there. And when our team needed Louise, he said, "I'm going to play for Arsenal today." So, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just frustrated because. You know, you never want to lose a derby. Like, I, like, too much Arsenal fans. They'll stop messaging you and <laughs> eight points clear. Like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna. Not just Arsenal fans. The whole Gold Diggers chat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At Lauren, so for the me and Philip. I know Philip. Spurs literally had one job, like one job. Yeah. He couldn't do it. Yeah, but why are you relying on? Why? Yeah, he relies on Spurs. Exactly. Arsenal would be in all your teams. But this, is why, this is why I've asked. What is the point of Spurs Football Club? <laughs> like, if you can't even like try and say football. From, like, what is the point of Spurs even okay, existing? Well, come up, come out from tenth and reach the conversation, <laughs> and 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 go and stop asking yourself then, please. I, I, what you're you asking, ask you ask to that? do your job. Cool, like, my clubs in the mud. <laughs> 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 I know about my club. My club is in the mud, but we'll get onto that. But like, Spurs he literally had one job. Like, Hugo Lloris, remember um, a few seasons top three keeper in the league. I, I, I didn't believe you it. You said that. A lot, of people, that. a lot of people really thought that. When for he me, first came into the league, I'm, I'm talking about the, the, no, the pre-Alison pre days. Like, he, he's, he's always he's, had a ricket in him. He's, he's always. No, but he's, he's always had an error in him, but like mm. he's been a pretty consistent goalkeeper. For, but in, this, in the sense of like now, he is a liability. Whereas previous seasons, he would save Spurs on many occasions. He, would be, he wouldn't be like, an Edison or an Allison, where he's got something like spectacular in him in his distribution or anything mm. like that. But he's a standard, solid goalkeeper, can do what you need to do for a club of Spurs' size. And then it's like... It's called you a small club, I don't know. I'm not calling you a small club. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in no position to call anyone a small club. But <laughs> now what's happening is it's not even just, it's not like, oh, he's got a real bad error in him, but then he's got an incredible save in him. It's just like error, error. Error. But yeah, before else. it was, I would say it was one, one in every ten good saves. The error came. Now we're down to one in five. Something uh, one, one, one in two. <laughs> and then you just think there's no point. Like you know, when goalkeepers make mistakes, they're glaringly obvious because you concede. Mm -hmm. So I'm not mm -hmm. gonna. I'm not. When I'm looking at Hugo Comps, they're from five years ago. Like we just have to move on. Like um, I look at them. Is it all on Lloris? Because I remember a period at United where De Gea was making all these mistakes, but it was mostly because we had a lot more pressure on us because we weren't playing well as a team. Oh, is no, the, the defence is arse. When I said I saw the team sheet, you're telling me that Saka is there and, and, the, and we're playing Sessegnon and Longley and Eric Dyer and even Romero who needed to come off because it looked like he may have got a red Ooh. card. Then you're looking at your bench and you're seeing Tanganga and Sanchez. Our defence is a shambles and we've got some of our defenders have been there for six seven eight years you're not one of the best in the club you're useless and now they have no resale value and <laughs> danny levy won't sell them and i look at you know no team can be consistent when your defense is that bad mm. and it's just it's just a culture of failure that is now at the club which and this is what i don't i don't blame i, I blame conte for the approach but when you're talking about defenders that he has to choose from, imagine imagine picking a team for a North London derby. And you're like, oh, should I play Eric Dyer or should I play Davison Sanchez for a North London derby? <laughs> well, what, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just we we've got no one else. Like, it's just a shambles. We haven't invested in the defense, and and it really you shows. Got long, long came in, in in the summer. 
Pardon? Long lay came in in the summer. Yeah, that's yeah, not investing. Yeah, that's <laughs> not investing because we couldn't yeah. get we couldn't get any of Conte's first choices. So he come in 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 the summer, uh, and he couldn't even get and and look at um, Barcelona how how many players they bought over the years. He can't even get into that team. He was just a cast off, and we got him because he was unknown and he was cheap. If he was of quality, he would have cost money, and that's why we don't buy anybody. I'm hearing a lot of criticism for the players, but like you can't convince me that Conte couldn't have done better in that game. He's not, you know, he's it's not always the defenders are bad and this person is rubbish and this person's rubbish. But when it comes to Conte, they're kind of this kind of, he can do no wrong. Oh no, he can he can do wrong. I'm sick and tired <laughs> of how we approach the game. I really am sick and tired. But at the same time, Eric Dyer, Ben Davies, Davidson Sanchez, Jafik Langanga, they reached their ceiling five years ago. They have been bad for five years. They, if we want to go and say, oh, we're going to challenge for a league title or we're going to play against the top four, would you guys take any of those defenders in your team? Yeah, no. no. I mean... <laughs> so, okay, so, so the, the relegation candidate will take the players. That's the quality. So, And I've, I've seen those players play under Jose Mourinho. I've seen them play under Pochettino. And they don't lose Nuno. against Arsenal at, the, at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. This yeah, Arsenal five team, years this, ago. This, this Arsenal team haven't been that good in 10 years. It's we're playing against the better team, but these players have not improved under five different managers. They, need just, they just need to get moved on. And I can't... When I see this, the same players make the same mistakes mm. and the same bang average or poor defending because they're just rubbish, I look and think, I don't blame Conte for, for, for not improving players that cannot be improved. If you're rubbish, you're not a young talent who can be developed, you're just rubbish. And they have no resale value. So even players like Ndombele and Lacelso, they're still Spurs players, they're on loan. We can't even get rid of our players, let alone then we have a wheeler dealer, yellow sticker shopping owner who won't buy anybody. I'm tired of the way that the club is run. But look at it from Levy's perspective. Why is he going to invest in a squad if the if the manager doesn't even want to like commit to the team and sign the contract? But one of them has to. One of them has to move. And it one of them has to. Why should be Levy? Because for a long time. And and he exactly. Done? His his tactics do not work. Like you have like from Jose. If Jose Mourinho. One of my friends why are you going like, to buy a players, a manager's? Why are you going to buy players for a manager who doesn't? Because want to you have to. Because it's Conte, or you're going to be tenth. Arguably, Conte got the most backing a Spurs manager has ever got. Yeah, he needs more yeah, backing. He didn't get his first option. He, he needs more backing. Conte needs to sign the contract, one, but it can't just be one like one transfer window. Yeah, yeah. as a Spurs fan, I've seen the same pattern. When Pochettino said, "If you're going to build a new house, you have to replace the furniture inside," that's my favorite thing that he's ever said. And and sorry, we've got a brand new house and and, and and we've and we've literally just got the 10 year old furniture still inside mm. and he he didn't do it with Pochettino when he was free or that was the mo- that was the moment to do it from yeah. winning the league he didn't do oh. it with Jose Nuno Espirito Santo who was there for a few months it's been they he's never backed a manager properly can we he's go back never... to um, the statement that he was three or four players away from winning the league do you, in Pochettino's team do you truly believe that yeah in the season that we finished serial losers three or four we players were, we were three, we, no. all right we're not we're not actually gonna get into that because it was gonna it's gonna go on forever it's, i just wanted to highlight for our listeners isn't it? That is just all right let's move on to the arsenal perspective sammy how did that game go for you um i'm not gonna lie to you i was actually shook before the game started because this is Spurs away the atmosphere is always crazy and as we already said, we haven't won away in how many years. So obviously I was a bit like, do you know what? We'll just let me see how the game even goes. And we started off 
just so well. I was actually so impressed with the fact that we just kept pressing, kept pressing. Odegaard and Partey were just having fun in the midfield. There was just so much space that they could occupy. And as Lauren said, no one wanted to close them down. They had plenty of strikes that they made. Partey, if that goal went in, <laughs> That I would have lost my head. I would have changed the channel. The goal. <laughs> I would have changed the channel. It was, it, that, that, would have been, that would have been enough. It's the goal. <laughs> I was like, damn. And then, um, obviously, Odegaard's um, goal was also just just amazing. And the fact that um, we, ran, we ran the show for the first half. But then I knew, second half, that's when Spurs start coming alive. We've seen it before in other games. And then um, you could tell that in that second half, they woke up a bit. And the only threat that we really had was um, Kulu and I'm not gonna lie, Kane and Son were just missing the whole time. He was the only threat that we had and he made plenty of chances but Ramsdale really saved us in that second half because we should have been 3-4-0 up and Ketia should have scored twice but let's not, let's, let's not worry about that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but um, overall I thought that we held it down quite well because a lot of the times in previous seasons, Arsenal would have just been complacent and just let two, three goals happen and we would have lost that game. But we, we actually held it down. Which I'm really happy with. Are Arsenal fans going to finally say that they are leading the title race? Because you guys have been oh my like, scared to say the it. Top four oh, bit, you know. Come on, Sam, we want to hear just, it. I'm just enjoying... Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Ask the question. <laughs> what kind of imposter syndrome is this? Do you know what? Um, I feel like I would only say that we're in a title race once we've played everyone once. Oh my god! And the thing is that we have every day. They just are we not on? 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 Are we not City are the kind of team, they'll be quiet for like two, three games. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's a t- 10 game stretch of just pure wins. I can't can you, li- if you're not going to like say that you're in a title race, can you at least now say that you back Arteta? Oh, please. You know what? I can't be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be doing this. You see all this? They just want to get me. Leave me. Do you know what? I can't lie. If, if Arsenal lose a title from here, there's nothing you can say that will make us not get onto you. Exactly. You, you might as well so be big. Yeah. If I was in your position, we're winning. I'm not saying, oh, you know, one game at a time. But, <laughs> no. well, I'm saying I'm going to say one yeah, game at a time. I think there's a different, like, it, what's the aim or the ambition? If you're top by eight points, what is the aim and the ambition for the rest of the season? To win the league. To maintain that position. Therefore, yeah, you're to, in a title. I'm not saying you have to acknowledge that you're leading here because, okay, I haven't played City. But your aim is to maintain your position, which is at the top of the table. That's a title race. Their aim is to connect the heart and the head, or the heart and the brain. Is that what you're saying? What did you say? Oh, when you're <laughs> the hands. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think, honestly, if Arsenal don't win the league from here... What are you saying? Mm. Is it just, it's a failure? It's mm, a big word, but I work at, it's a word I like. It's a word I like because eight points clear in January, you should be you should be bringing that home, city or not. City, I'm sure we're going to get onto it. City's form right now. They got Tottenham next. You heard Pep. He said he doesn't care about the league. So he's capable. they don't look capable of going on a ten game run. City don't look capable of doing that. That's what scares me. Yeah. And I feel like Arsenal, with their form, mm. you guys are capable of doing that. With but an eight point gap, even if you were to lose 
both games against City, you'd still be at home. So even then, but you know, we're all, we're literally one injury away from a depleted So was everyone else. But the thing is though, you at least, see with City, they can have one injury, but their squad depth has got the quality that they need to keep a run Mm. going. Whereas with Arsenal, I can't necessarily go, if, if say for example, Odegaard goes, who's replacing him? That Vieira guy, mate. But Vieira is not the quality that Odegaard is right now. Odegaard is on a different level. Vieira, if we give him a good run of games, I'm sure he could, you know, at least help the team, but he's not going to do what Odegaard does on the pitch. Do you think you're getting someone in the transfer window? (sighs) (laughs) Maybe an attacker? As long as as Chelsea don't go in for the minute, then... Maybe like a Ukrainian winger? (laughs) (laughs) It's working, isn't it? It's working. And I thought 10 minutes ago, you were like, why do we sign him? Yeah, there's no point. That guy is not happy to be there, though. He has not smiled in any of those He doesn't Chelsea need to smile as long as he's yeah. not in Arsenal. Like, apparently, uh, <clears throat> I saw the Independent had a, a headline. Apparently, Arsenal and other Premier League clubs are so pissed off at Chelsea because they're just in, in all of business. Just, I can't lie, business. Chelsea are back. Listen, go toe to toe and get your signing, isn't it? It's not our fault that Arsenal can't close the deal. They were chasing this guy since the summer. So if you can't close the deal, you're like five million away. Who's fault? That's not Chelsea's fault. That's 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 their fault. Team, how many goals do you expect him to score this season? Because when a certain other hundred million pound attacker was and bought for another score? team, Ooh. you said they there must be a expectation for the amount of goals he should score. So we have half the season left. How many goals should what's his name Modric score? Modric doesn't isn't actually the first outlay is not a hundred million. It's the f- no, it's 95 not. million, it's not 100 million. million. It's the same Chelsea, thing. Chelsea have paid 62 million. With, but everyone with pays 16 in... million on add ons. So it's actually everyone a 62 pays million pound player. How many goals has no, Anthony no, no. scored? Team, How many goals has Anthony scored? Everybody plays with add ons. Okay, cool. Every, nobody pays okay, 100 million pounds. Here you go. <laughs> you know? some, some of us are capable of It's always in stone, right? You said Anthony has to be in double digit goals. And how many is Anthony? He's not far off double digit. I'm just asking how many. He's not, I don't know exactly, but he's not far off double digit. I would say I would say half the amount that he's gone no, you double said um, the prem, he's no overall. double digit, digits okay. overall. So this Mudrick guy should at least get what ten? No, it's, in the rest it's half of the season. season. It's half the season. So ten? Double. No, 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 half the season. So he should get five. maybe five. Oh, nah, you. I don't think I don't know what no, exactly what number you said for Anthony. Whatever you said, Anthony had a whole season. No, we're halving that number. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to find Anthony here. Where is he? Oh, that's the wrong Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're gonna move on to the Manchester derby. Gal. Yes, yes. When you first saw the lineup, how did you feel? Oh, by the way, Anthony's on three Prem goals. Okay, I didn't say Prem, I said in all competitions. <laughs> We're moving on yeah. from that conversation. Um, how do I feel about the lineup? The lineup was an interesting one because I remember going into the game, I was very nervous with a midfield of Bruno and Ericsson and Casemiro. I thought, you know, the last time Ericsson had played in the Manchester derby, he was just ran through. So I was very, very um, happy to see Fred playing in the midfield and uh, Bruno out wide. So when I looked at the lineup, I was definitely happy. Then I saw City's lineup, you know, Pep went with with all his trusted guys. He had Foden, he had Mares, he had De Bruyne, he had Bernardo Silva. So I felt like we were in for a long night but I was, you know, pleasantly surprised. Mm. Uh, I saw a lot of complaints about Malaysia particularly, because everyone thought, you know, he's quite weak 
Do not Flexibly. I really like about Ten Hag is like if you're on form, he will keep you. And Shaw has showed some consistent form at left centre back. So there's no reason to put Martinez back in from the World Cup straight away when Shaw's been like basically playing out of his skin in that position. And I know people are really nervous about uh, Malassia, but I think he did a good job and he showed like why the manager has trust in him. I thought Wan Bissaka yeah. had quite a good game as well. No, Wan Bissaka yeah. had a very yeah. good game. He's really improved. Yeah. Like, he he's really has. Fighting for his, his place to. He's fighting for his life. He's, <laughs> he's, no, he's kept it because Delo was really good before him. Yeah. So he's yeah. come in yeah. and to keep his spot means he's been amazing. And right? it shows yeah. real like like professionalism because he was literally like no one even knew where he was, yeah. but you we didn't hear anything. Yeah, we hadn't yeah. seen him all season. You didn't hear anything about his camp. You didn't hear any. Oh, Wambasaka's trying to leave, or Wambasaka's unhappy with his. Didn't do a Piers Morgan interview. Didn't do no <laughs> interviews, no nothing, and he got his chance and he proved why he should be playing. Let's speak about Rashford for a moment. So he he had an amazing chance in yeah. the first half. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? There was the two chances. There's the one that he should have, I feel like he should have squared the ball to Martial. Mm-hmm. And there was the one that he ran into Edison. So the thing with Rashford is that he's not always, he's never going to be, even though he's in the best form of his life, he's never going to be like very clinical. So it always takes him a few chances. So I knew like if he had another one that eventually he would score, but he should have squared the ball on the first one. Definitely. I thought he should have just taken the shot. Do you think he should have shot? Like earlier. Yeah. yeah. Possibly, because- yeah. Edison was way off his line. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what kid. Edison was doing. I did. Well, Edison. No Edison is, is is a midfielder in a goalkeeper shirt. So yeah. I think as a City fan, you're going to have to accept that sometimes he goes walkies. Exactly. <laughs> he's a goalkeeper and he's got good distribution, mm. but sometimes he's going to leave his goal and it will be open. Yeah. Is this when he came out and yeah. then, what's his name? Is it Akanji that had saved his back, yeah. essentially? Yeah. And you're just thinking there was no need. So that's Edison why has that in he's, him. He's a midfielder. Yeah. Sometimes he just wants to change position. Um, you know, it's what it is. Anyway, back to Rashford. When he went down, everyone was literally shaking. Like, the, oh my God. Uh, but he's about to be our captain. I was like, you can mess But do you think he actually played through that injury in the second half? I don't know what they did to him at half time. I don't know who rubbed his leg at half time. But he, even when he came back, you could see that he was definitely still, there was still a bit of an injury, but he decided to play through it. And it shows like, you know, the commitment that Rashford has, but. But we've Ooh, had like we've a history of the difference is we have a real manager and I trust this manager won't play our best player through injury. Unlike the No, the but it's Rashford guy. that will you're come really, and be like, I no, want to play. Like, no, I feel like if Ten Hag thought he was like, next, like for example, Crystal Palace in midweek, if he feels like Rashford's injured, he's not going to play him. Yeah, that's he's true. Not, you know, Bruno, you know um, Ollie would play the same players consistently, no matter what happened. If they were injured, if they had one leg, if they were out of form, he'd play the same players. So I don't think Ten Hag well, would do the same. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no, there was no way Rashford was going to go off in that. Yeah, it's the Manchester exactly. derby. He's I in thought the he would, because the way he like hit the yeah. floor in frustration, I thought, yeah, yeah. I, thought over, yeah, yeah, so I think yeah. when, when you're in that kind of form, and you know that you can help your team out. Yeah. And you think, you know what? I can survive the next 45 minutes. Don't worry. Mm. You're going to fake an injury. You're not going to fake an injury. You're going to fake that you're fine. You're good. Mm. Even if you're in severe pain, there's always a way to make it happen. Mm. The so, risk paid off though. So Yeah, yeah it paid off go. for sure. Mm. So what well, happened we'll with City? <laughs> what happened with City? Well, Manchester United's goal was stood. I don't understand. No, I agree. No, I agree. I have receipts. I agree. No, no, no. I have receipts. Okay. Let's get into this, right? Are you ready? Do you want to go first? No, no, no. PGMO. I have the PGMO. Let's talk about this, right? A similar decision has actually happened before. Yeah. So 2017, Arsenal-Chelsea FA Cup final. Was it Sanchez? Yes. This has happened before. So Aaron Ramsdale in that game was offside. Not Aaron Ramsdale. Oh, sorry. Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. Ramsey, yeah. yeah, he was running towards the ball 
Um, and then Alexis Sanchez came and took the ball and shot, and it was a goal. And that goal stood because it, although the linesman had already put up the flag to say, oh, it was offside, the ref ran towards him and said, he didn't touch the ball, so therefore he didn't interfere with play. And that's how he that goal stood. He didn't touch the ball, Aaron. Yeah, he didn't touch the ball in that game. Although the ball literally was right in front the, of him. Were, the, defend, of were him. the defenders around in that situation? Yes, they were all around. If such a decision was able to stand five years ago, what's the difference? Okay, can I bring up an example? Can I bring up an example? Because this one hits hard. There was an Everton United game. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? A few years ago, there was an Everton United game. It was 1-1. In the last minute, I think Calvert-Lewin took a shot. You'd already fouled Sigurdsson, but didn't, the penalty didn't get given because he'd like already taken the shot. So mm. Sigurdsson's on the floor. Do you remember this example? Then Cavalier takes a shot. Of it comes off Maguire, goes. goes in, and they disallowed it because they said Sigurdsson, even though he sat down, but he's in front of the hair, and they said it's interfering with play. No, but we've seen that a lot because it's the hair. But he wasn't in, in the line. Either way, people are saying sorry, he is interfering with play. He didn't touch it. Akanji goes to defend okay, as if Rashford is about to take that. As, uh, even the way Edison comes yeah, out. Edison, like, Edison, Edison is coming out to save Rashford. Can I just ask a question? Who is the head of the, was it PM? Is yeah, it yeah, Howard, Howard, Howard Webb's the new one. It makes sense. Yeah. Everything yeah. now makes sense. No, no, no. It happened five years ago. And five years ago. Yeah, but wait. the rules are completely the rules yeah, are different now. Yeah, yeah. No, the they rule... haven't changed the offside rules in, in that regard, like what interference of play means. They haven't changed what that means. Look. According to FIFA, back then, let me just read this out. They said in 2017, mm. simply running towards the ball doesn't amount to being involved in active play. The law states that a player is not committing an offence by simply being in an offside position or even in the same area as active play. FIFA summarised that interfering with play law, saying that you can only do so by playing or touching the ball, passed or touched by a teammate. Mm. Rashford did not play or touch. Can the we ball. have the same energy when it's not United with all of this? No, no, no. This wasn't United. <laughs> I'm just giving it as an example as what FIFA said Five years ago, I just think that law, the rest of the law is not written by footballers. You look at the exact, you look at the way that the players moved. How is that not interfering with play? No, no, I think it's one of those ones where the like there's an issue with the rule, but it is the rule. Do you know what I mean? So the rule is that he wasn't, but of course. Anybody that's like played the game would realise that Akanji was kind of distracted by Rashford and probably would have got to the ball before Bruno if Rashford had not been there. Yeah, but that's Edison not Edison would have saved Bruno's shot. I mean, if, if Rashford really wasn't there, they would have... And that's why I think, yes, the rule needs to change because yeah. that whole play would have mm. been defended differently, differently. if yeah. Rashford was not there. But so also, that's not interfering with play. I don't know what I, is. No, I completely yeah. agree with you, but I'm saying the refs Legal. actually made the right call based on the rules. But the rules need to change mm. to take in, mm. into consideration situations like this. Yeah. It's a shame because I think if if that equaliser doesn't come, I yeah. don't know if United win that game. Just, I don't know if they come mm. back in time. To, but to win that like, game. I'm not trying to hear a game in which City had one shot, shot on, target, on target, which yeah, was yeah, the yeah. goal, which was the City goal. City had problems. No, I think it could have been. I could think it could have been. We had more shots. We had more shots. More shots on target. A higher xG. Everything said that we should have won that game. So with the help of Howard Webb. <laughs> cool. okay, do you know with the refereeing issues, you always know like it can go either way and it has gone either way. At Old so. Trafford? No. 
That's what's called you, having a home crowd. You, know, you, 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 you get a lot of decisions at Old Trafford. Uh, to be fair, have we? Um, I don't really know. I've seen multiple times where like uh, players have fouled De Gea. I was going to say, City have had a lot of decisions. How many times have players fouled De Gea, but the goal's given because, oh, De Gea is being soft. City themselves, like they have so many decisions in their favour. No one's discounting the fact that City haven't had decisions, but United get a lot of decisions at Old Trafford. What decisions? This season, I'm saying we haven't really had any decisions. I want to see. Are we are going back historically to, to <laughs> over recent. If we're going back to if we're going back to 2017 to to, to compare, let's, let's go back to how we were to, refereeing. Thank you. Compared Mark, to when Mark Burke, all of them. No, no, no. Remember those two years where United got a penalty like every single game. Because they were penalties. Can we just talk about one person? Sorry, that's yeah, not United. A player. Where has Haaland gone? Mm. Yeah. I remember the, when, when we were on the pod when I said that Kane would score just as many goals in that he Man City was. side, um, or if not more, yeah. you were like, no. I told me that I my opinion was not valid. When you Haaland is a poacher, as mm. in he needs those chances to be provided for him. Otherwise, he's not scoring. He's not involving himself mm. in the play. And I think City as a team, they're very much used to that they create having, chances differently. They're not yeah. used to having an out-and-out mm. striker. Kane would have been a better fit for that Man City side, but unfortunately, Daniel Levy's not selling his biggest asset. When, when it um, comes to Haaland, I just want to say one thing. Oh. Rafa Varane, a certain gold digger decided to call <laughs> Rafa Varane the handbag of Sergio Ramos. Who said that? Shai <laughs> Carter called Rafa Varane the handbag of Sergio Ramos. I want an apology that's written. She also said that, um, what's the, that Kanate should start ahead of Varane. Did you see Kanate yesterday? Did you guys actually watch Kanate? Varane's not a leader. Five times champion, hey, Champions said, League winner is not a leader. Please. But I, I would say that, respectfully, Haaland's blip wasn't didn't start, I don't think it started with the Man United game. I think he's been like that for the last But I think also like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I also I think our expectations of the him. top teams, he hasn't really scored Because City, City are not creating the that, chances in the same way they were, yeah. because they're not used to playing with a struck, with a with an out and out number nine, and Haaland is not going to drop deep and get involved in play. Yeah. And but he was. He, he was. He was. He did. No, but there were so many moments where he was pointing, "Give the ball to me." Play and they would Because they're not used to that team. But I don't know about that because it's. I don't think it's that different of him popping up at the back post and yeah. Sterling popping up at the back post. They've yeah. always played in that way. The problem is, is right now they're not even getting to that point of getting good crosses in. They were really sloppy against United. Like, yeah. I've never seen them to that level where there were some moments of absolute quality where Rodri glides past three players and then just like played it out. I think they had a and lot I was of, like, I've never seen I that. I think they had a lot to do with us. Like, it was very narrow. They were no, very no, good. They were doing that. <laughs> 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 I think they had a lot to do with that. They were out. They were They've been sloppy. Why couldn't Chelsea beat them? You played them twice in one week. To be honest, that Chelsea game, Yeah. They had to make substitutions to make that work. They could have made substitutions. Like Holland was us. a lock on that in that game as well. He didn't do anything in that game. But I think they're not playing to Haaland's strength. They should have like there were so many opportunities they could have done the ball in behind. And I like I think Haaland would beat um, Luke Shaw in a race. Like mm. he probably would bully Luke Shaw, but they kept on going back and forth to sideways. Side, yeah, like, it made no sense. <laughs> just, 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 like, because you, do you know who else is going through a bit of a blip? Is KDB. 
He was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Apart from the assist. Apart from the assist. That was, yeah, but I, I think... Were, yeah, but he's not games, running games. Yeah, but they're used to it. He has spread on him. Literally, like, Eden Hazard style. Like, do you remember? Captain Lee has been in a blip since when he went to the World Cup. And he hasn't. And he said they're too old. He was true. He was right, So what do we make of Pep's comment where he said... I don't care about the... the... Oh, Pep is a drama. He's just a liar. Like, I don't care about the drama. He's just being Just, please, you have quality around you. Mm. I don't know, I don't even know what the issue is at City at the moment, whether the players have just given up or they're kind of like, are the tactics just not right for us anymore? As you said, Lauren Poor, they haven't played with a striker in that type of striker in a very long time. Obviously, Aguero, he was very much involved in playmaking as well, which is why he cannot be replaced. So now it's like, how do we play games anymore? How do we actually take the upper hand? Because against Southampton, all my days, they were so sloppy. And even the chances that Haaland had, they weren't even coming from the team itself. They were just mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like morale has yeah, like morale has dipped. So. Like Harlan yeah. had so much hype, and no one was talking about yeah. the other players. It's like they've got offended <laughs> and, or something, and it just yeah. doesn't. It doesn't seem like they're playing for each other. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe didn't... Sterling contributed more in the dressing room than we realized. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, maybe it just feels even Bernardo Silva. Like where all the other players? Yeah, it just have feels been like I, I do think as well. They're like they they didn't. They sold Zinchenko and they didn't really get fullback cover. Killers I think that's been like defensively because we're. Cancelo's well, been scary as well. Yeah, and, and then they've just been playing. Cancelo, the exactly. And then yeah. he, even like um, Walker's getting on a bit. Like I still really rate him as a player, but he's quite injury prone. Yeah. You know, and they didn't really get that cover in at fullbacks. I think that's contributed. But I think, yeah, was it Gunnarun came out saying like there's something missing in this team right now. I don't know if it's they're complacency, they're I don't know. And it, yeah, it feels like that. It feels like when they get it right, they get it very right, mm-hmm. but it has to be so precise in order for them to get it right. Yeah. That when one yeah. of them's off their game, it just, the it's not clicking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't really have that real plan B. I'm they just play in the same way. I'm scared. Watch them go win the Champions League now. Yeah, I was about oh, to say God. that. We're saying all this yeah, now. Watch yeah, them I'm the scared. Next because you know that they winning. still have the quality yeah, and the capacity within yeah. there to get yeah, it right. Yeah, but yeah. I think you're right. They're, they're the plan B players or the players that are coming off the bench. Mm. They're not changing the way that they were playing. Whereas before, I think yeah. when they had the likes of Sterling or, or they could in a way be more direct, play mm. more balls in behind and they're not doing that with yeah. Harlan, but then he yeah. starts the game. So it just feels like when you're bringing on like a Foden for a Grealish or Grealish for Foden, they're, they're kind of performing the same role. So the, mm. the, the way the team is playing isn't changing as much as last season when he used to roll the dice and, and put his subs on. Mm. Tima, I just want to get, you know, your opinion of how Man United played. <clears throat> um... I think they had patches in that game. Mm. There were moments where I was just like, my life looks scary, as in, and not in a good way. Mm. And in moments yeah. I thought, oh, you played decent football. But I feel, I think if City stepped up one more gear, I think Man United would have been in trouble. In my opinion, I think I think I agree with was it Lauren? You said if they if they if that that fake goal wasn't given, <laughs> Man United wouldn't have equalised. Like, I, I I think having that equal like. Equalising at that point gave you gave you momentum to go to go and win the game because the the shift in atmosphere at Old Trafford went from like basically resigning people people resign themselves to a loss to then going forward. But one thing I will say about um, your manager mm-hmm. is that 
did you see what a real manager looks like? Wow. Like, no, as in, like... <laughs> you know what, I'm actually not going to tell you. As in, every day you need to look at Potter. To be Potter. fair, this is, this is Potter's biggest yeah. hater. So. <laughs> I'm bugging, and I was about to give you a compliment, but now I'm not go even... Go on, Ten Hag, compliment Ten Hag, let's hear it. I think people, I think a lot of Chelsea fans go on about what Arsenal are doing and Arsenal's way of thinking. I tweeted that actually look at Manchester United because at the end of the day, I'm sure we're going to probably get onto Chelsea, but the, the same talk about people talking about the Chelsea squad was the same things that people were saying about Manchester United last season. These players are not good enough, get rid of them, we need to get, but basically sell a lot of them. May United make what, two, three signings? And that's a completely different squad. That's what I'm saying that I think it's sometimes it's not about a clear out, it's about the philosophy of a manager and embedding that into a squad. Mm. As I said, we'll come on to Chelsea and I've got my receipts. I've got my notes on my phone. So, but I think... you've said about United, didn't you? I think... Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, Manchester United are not really my focus and I've, they've never really been my focus. I take pot shots at Manchester United, but obviously my, my agenda is very strong in terms of North London. So if anyone else gets offended, if anyone gets, gets the, the, the strays, it is what it is, isn't it? And I feel like Manchester United got a lot of strays. Um, but yeah, like I think it's you guys look like a team now. Taking out Maguire and and mm. and um, Cristiano Ronaldo, mm. who last season were basically beefing behind the scenes. It's interesting what happens when you mm. take out two those two big person big leaders um, mm. from the team. The thing Thank that you, impresses me about United, and I oh, think I what this. makes <laughs> what, what actually is going to make their if you ask them to play in possession, they play in possession really well. Yeah. If you have to actually then tactically be defensive mm-hmm. and say, okay, we're going to soak up pressure and play on the counter attack. I actually, I'm watching United and thinking, oh, they can do both. Usually it's one one or the other, but I don't see, Ten Hag has, has, has managed to coach these players that they can play mm-hmm. both styles depending on the game and and the opposition that they're facing. And that's what I'm, I'm a bit like. Mm, I think they're just getting, they're getting like solid form. wins as well. Yeah. Like this isn't, they're up to what, third in the table. I don't know, actually, after Newcastle. Newcastle. Um, But you're in a good position. But not only that, I'm like, you actually haven't got out of... uh, You haven't hit the level that you probably can. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, you're not you're not there yet, but it just shows that it's a team that's just getting more solid, picking up solid wins. Yeah. And if Ten Hag can get them to that next level, then next yeah. season will be an exciting one for you. I think. Sorry. Yeah. Um, this is about Martial. Is oh, he? Wow. Do you think he's actually part of Ten Hag's plan? Future plans? Probably, Probably not. <laughs> no, but yeah. as in plans this season, yeah. Mm. I, I feel like I, Ten Hag would have liked him to be part of his plans, but he's just not too injury yeah. prone for him to be long term. Just not even just about injuries, but just mm. generally, because obviously he got subbed at what half time. Yeah. He wasn't fully fit anyway. I, I think he, he, was he shouldn't have started yeah. the game. I think he, he was just dragged himself for the derby. No, he got. Um, they said he was fit that morning. But it is slightly much. worrying that our only informed attacker is Rashford, and then I guess Garnacho coming off the bench. Yeah. Um, Marcia has been poor. Sancho was found in Old Trafford for the first time in God knows. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness! I don't even want to laugh because I don't know like what he's yeah, going through yeah, behind. Yeah. I thought like he must be going through something. Yeah, it, it must be. But he's not injured. Now that he's seen, hopefully he'll be like transitioned back into the team and we can maybe mm. see him against, I don't know what our game after Arsenal is, whatever game that is. It'll be good to see him. But um, Anthony hasn't really been performing that well. Martial's been poor. Um, Garnacho's been good and Rashford's been good. So We're course. Um, yeah. And, yeah, that's um, signing. What do you make of that? Do you know what I think? I think it's just a numbers thing. Like a lot of our attackers are out of form. We can't just rely on Rashford. We definitely can't rely on Martial. So we need some type of striker. It is worrying that we see like Chelsea able to get like players like Charles Felix, even though, you know, he's only going to be able to play like 10 games because he decided to get a red card on his first game. <laughs> but, and then we get about focus. Like it's a bit like, but then I heard we're broke at the moment. So there's not really much we could do. So if he, it'd be good if he can like be someone off the bench. But I think my worry is like, I don't, I think he might start ahead of Martial. Like Martial doesn't pick yeah, up form I real soon. Yeah, 100%. I think he'll start, which is slightly mm. worrying. But I mean, yeah. Ten Hag made him sound like there was talent there. So I'm yeah. just gonna trust him. He was manager. good, do you remember the World Cup? That performance in the World in the Cup. That performance in the World yeah. Cup where he came off the bench and he- Two goals, I, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, okay, the man, okay, he's on loan for Burnley and he had a very terrible time when he came mm. to the Premier League. but. I think it's a different approach. That for me is an out and out. My, the manager wants this player, mm. and and for, in the bracket of affordability, and they and United, the you know the hierarchy have just gone and mm. got him. Mm-hmm. It's not been like oh let's go and get flashy Zlatan Ibrahimovic, even though he did well in the United mm-hmm. show or whatever. It's not a a huge massive name signing. It's just a case of. Ten Hag's getting his way. Whether it's a case of benching people if they're arriving late to meetings, getting contracts terminated because mm. they're doing TV interviews. I love it. it. He, the, he's, there's a level of discipline and respect that he seems to have, you know, achieved very, mm. very quickly. And, and we needed that discipline because our players yeah. were messing about. Especially was messy. Anyway, let's move on to Chelsea nicely. Timar, bring out your notes. You want to it's a bit too much for one win in what is it 10 or something one win in 12. second no, two, no, wins two, two wins in 12. 12. Yeah. Yeah. so how did that match go wow. 
Um, I can't. The, the the match against Crystal Palace doesn't make a difference to me. Potter needs to leave my club. <laughs> no, no. Can we start with the good stuff first? Like you won. Hopefully, Potter leaves my club. <laughs> we won. We won, but like it wasn't a comfortable win. Yeah. No, like, the whole stadium. Yeah, Palace had a lot of chances. In that the whole stadium. You could feel the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It, it's not a good. It's not a good situation. I'm. I'm happy for Havertz. I think he's got a lot of slander um, on the timeline. Slander so, would imply that. Yeah, slander would imply that it's not true. I think he's. A, I don't. There is a lot of players who oh, deserve a lot of slander. The <laughs> a, a lot of players, a lot of players deserve a lot of slander. But I think I'm happy for he, that he got his goal. I'm happy that we got our win. Um, I'm happy for the team to actually put in an effort to try and maintain that win, and hopefully we can kick on. Am I hopeful that we're going to kick on? No. Do I think we will? No. Um, but I mean, it's still good to win a football game. Wow, it's got to this, this level. We're champions of Europe. We still, we still, I mean, we still do have two Champions League trophies. Mm, that's nice. Um, carrying London, this. carrying London. Yeah, it is. We're not carrying anything about we, London. But, but we are because we've had two Champions League trophies. And no, no, you're not. Do you have sorry. one? Do you, do you, you ask you to carry anybody? Focus on your own. We never asked you to carry anything. London that you've been doing and losing. Anyway, cool. But we didn't lose today. Best team in West London, I'm seeing. Are you seeing? Are you hearing? Okay, it's great, fantastic. When you was in the trenches, what was you saying? <laughs> we were in the trenches. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> 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 we were not in the We weren't in the trenches. There's nothing else to do. I'm glad, I'm, I'm just glad that we won. Um, do yeah. you think he, you're going to start pushing on from here? No, I do not. Not as, not as pos- not with Potter in charge. No, I don't. No, but you've made how many signings? Like what is yeah. every day is a new one. Every single day is a new one. If you want me to like, if you want me to go, let me let me just look how go on a rant because I've obviously okay. been keeping this in for six weeks. That whilst we've been on um, offline. Every single decision that Todd Bowley has made at this club has been the wrong one. From the <laughs> moment, for me, from the moment he signed, signed, he basically bid, bid for the club. I don't think, I think he wanted revolution rather than evolution. I've said on this pod before, you do not get rid of M- Marina. She knows the transfer window. Whether you are not agreeing, seeing eye to eye, she doesn't have to be your girlfriend. She just needs to be able to teach you about how to make transfers. Like. You take that through the window, say at least stay until January window. Mm. You learn your craft of her, you get her connections, and then you tell her to fuck off. But you don't do that when you don't have, you, you don't know anything about football. It's mistake number one. Number two, Tuchel has made it very clear, I do not want to be involved in transfers. He said that, very, he said that last season. He said that he loved the setup because he wasn't involved in making those transfers. So why do you force this guy to do it? You forced him to do it, right? Then you're complaining that he doesn't want to talk to you. Listen, if I'm if I'm preparing my team at that time to try and win the league, I'm also not going to be wanting um, someone to be blown off my phone. If you're when you're dating somebody, right? If someone is blown <laughs> off your phone every day, do you think I'm going to be wanting to date that person? No. No. If my, if my employer is not phoning me every day on Teams to That's make sure I'm doing my job, told them, I'm answering. Yes. But no, after you've told them, yeah. after you've told them, this is something that I don't really want to do. We're in a cost of living crisis. If I don't want to do it, I'm going to do it. I don't you know about that. Job. That's the, anyway, it's a so, different relationship. That's his employer. So he got rid of Tuchel. That's mistake number two. Mm. The biggest mistake is going from Tuchel to, to Potter. That is the biggest mistake. Because people will say you need to, everyone needs to like get over the Tuchel thing. It's not the Tuchel thing. I don't believe that Tuchel should have been sacked, but whatever, he's sacked. 
you just don't go for Potter. You don't go from, from Tuchel to Potter. But no one was saying that at the time. I was. What do you mean? I was. From, from the beginning, yeah, there's Chelsea, been a lot of Chelsea A lot of big Chelsea, a lot of the big Chelsea Twitter accounts have blood on their hands. They wanted they wanted a Tuchel out. They want Potter in. They want you. They want us to believe that this squad is tr- atrocious. They want us to believe in... So you don't think the squad's an issue? I don't. I think a squad, a squad is an issue, but do I think it's as big an issue as being made out? Absolutely not. So if the squad's an issue and the hierarchy's an issue, then the, why is Potter the main issue? Because Potter should be doing better. Do you know what I mean? Like if you have, it's, it's a mess upstairs. But it's, it's a mix of both though. Yeah. And, it's a mixture, it's, it's and it's a, the point that yeah. even with all those problems, that with that starting 11, whatever that starting 11 is, even if it's your, basically your B starting mm. 11, because there's, a lo- there's, there's 11 other There are games that that squad should still be beating their that's opposing my, that, team. And that's my issue. That's my issue. The whole thing is a mess, right? The whole, I'm not going to say that it's not. From bottom to the top, probably down to the under sixes is a mess. Like, but at the same time- 15 year olds catching season. season. <laughs> 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 I just wanted to play football. <laughs> it's true. So, but I do, but, but do I think Potter should be doing better? Yes, I do. Mm. My standards is on, as a Chelsea fan is not going to drop because Graham Potter is my manager. My standards are going to be the same standards and I hold him to higher standards and he's not even, re- he's not even reaching my low standards. So what's he's the, just solution? Not re- the solution? The solution is- Get rid of him halfway through the season I think, what? But the thing is, you shouldn't have brought me in, in the first place. You, if you're going to do a project, you get a world-class manager to do that project. Like who? I think I, I think you go for um, the Germany manager at the time. I think at that time you, uh, you should have. Hansi Flick. Yeah. Hansi Flick. I think even Poch would be a better better solution. But Poch is not a world-class manager. Like I he's a better manager than Potter. He's a better manager than Potter. For me, it's not going to end well. He's not going to lead us to anything. I can't. Believe, I think it was Brie last season. Um, Brie Candlebury, not um Candlebury. <laughs> she said about Arteta, she was wrong that he's going to lead them to nowhere. I truly believe Potter isn't going to lead us to anything. He's not going to win a cup. He's not like he is by far the worst manager of the top six. By far. By that's, far, he's the no, worst. Yeah, but how long do you think he'll stay? Mm. No, they're probably going to, listen. I think he's not going anywhere. They won't sack him. He's not going anywhere. That's his project. Yeah. I think he'll at least get until the end of next season. Yeah. So you have two years of this. It makes Todd look bad to sack Potter. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that's 16 million. Like, the man doesn't have shame. The, exactly. the same yeah. way he's going to teeth other people's transfers mm-hmm. will show that the man doesn't have shame. So he's not, it's how it will look for him if he goes and has to sack him early. So. I don't think he's going anywhere. But he to. seems like he's backing Potter, bringing in all these signings. I'm, I'm, I'm confused. This is where I don't understand Chelsea's strategy because is it Potter saying, I want these players? Or Bowley is like, oh, look, I, I saw online so that Arsenal yeah. trying to well, buy them. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah. basically yeah. Chelsea have. Con- no, 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 it's not. Chelsea have completely changed the, the overall their stra- transfer strategy. They're basically trying to be like Liverpool, like data-led. So they've brought all these play- people in from Brighton, from Sa- um, Southampton, from, um, what's his name, um, uh, Leipzig, to try and do data-led. So look at the positions that we need, like look at Brentford, the data. I get, basically. I get that, but who is, who's signing them off? But is, he, are they, but they saying, do you want this player? And Potter's saying yes or no. But, but yeah, Potter's not going to be anyway. much like So Klopp. what data said bring Jao Felix in? No, but like, like Klopp, <laughs> like Klopp is not the main person with, he will have a say, yeah. but he's not the main say. Mm. And that's going to be the same for Potter. He has a say whether he wants these players. And to be honest, Potter should probably be saying yes to everybody. But it's not going to be, if he says, 
oh, I don't like this player, but the, the data says, oh, actually, that player would be a fit. That player's still going to come to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Also, no, I no. can't imagine Potter saying no. Let's be real. He can't He's pathetic, man. Like, he thought he could come to You're Chelsea. You're giving them too much credit. You're giving the Chelsea hierarchy too much credit because no data said to bring up Bami Angan. I'm sorry. No, 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 but that was before. That was before. That was before. That was before all of... That, Aubameyang signing was too cool. Okay, fair enough, but then... What's the point of getting like you have all these attackers, but then all you're getting Modric and you're getting Konku and, no and you're getting because you're looking we, at um, what's it Taram? Like it doesn't make any sense. But like, it does make sense because what you what what did you say at the beginning of the show? Mm. Chelsea have eleven injuries. Podrick, um, Pulisic. But they're not all for this season. I'm talking about like the transfer strategy for next season. But as obviously, well. like the, you've obviously, attack, and, you're but obviously attackers are going to leave. Like Ziyech is not going to stay. He's gone. Pulisic is probably going to be leaving at, this, mm. at the end of the season as well. Aubameyang is basically halfway to Barcelona mm. right now. Yeah. Like these, play, these players are not going to stay. Also, they have the money to do it. Whereas like, mm. I actually think that Arsenal have made the right decision to not contest that yeah. because Arsenal aren't in the it's strong financial yeah. position that Chelsea are mm. in the sense of, and it, clubs like that, you have to be careful and be smart. And that's what Arsenal have been doing recently. Like Everton, for example, would just spend the money when they could. Yeah just because to mm. do it. Whereas actually it's like, is this a smart investment for the future? Mm. Whereas I don't think Chelsea are thinking like that because they don't have to right now. Yeah. It's gonna, it might catch up with them at some point if they don't get Maybe. the results from it, mm. then financial fair play will Kick take in. us down. But for now, while they can, their approach is just, just sign it, why not? Yeah, and also Chelsea haven't really been scoring that much goals. So do you think these signings will, I don't know, increase the number of goals that you're putting out every game? I remember last season. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call her out. Bree said to me that Lukaku was the problem, and I remember sitting here and saying <laughs> Lukaku was not the problem. And now Lukaku is gone. Ian Pasta. Problems are still here. Problems are worse. No, They're he's worse. not gone. He's, 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 he's on holiday. He's still alone. No, but the, the, like, oh, listen, Lukaku was not the problem. I told, and even listen, he scored 15 goals. Who in right now is gonna score 15 goals in this in this squad? I'm not gonna lie, the fact that Havertz is even your top scorer. Six right goals, now, five, the closest. Five. Oh, reduce five. Is it six? Five prem goals. Five prem goals. He's got six. He's got six. He's got today. He's got six. It wasn't today, five. No, six. <laughs> like well, it makes a difference. Every goal counts. But yeah, like I, I hope so. I think that's the problem with this Chelsea squad is that I think like with Potter it's also creating chances, mm. not just just scoring them, it's actually true. creating. I think obviously the last couple of games. It's not just... Potter that's going to go on the pitch and create these chances though. <laughs> Listen, yeah, but it can be his tactical system and how they approach games and the patterns of play. Mm. Chelsea still do not look like they have any patterns of play. Really, but when, it's, not when, when they it's not just Potter that Chelsea under Potter that Chelsea have been struggling to score goals. Yeah, they've even under Tuchel even, they're struggling. Yeah, but under Tuchel we had patterns of play. You we had an not... identity. I would still say Chelsea had an identity. Thank under Tuchel. you. It started to get a bit stale. Obviously, he was struggling, mm. but I still don't. Un- I watch Chelsea now, and I don't understand what Potter is trying to do in terms exactly. of how they approach the game. And still. people want us to trust the process. What is there to trust? Give me something to like hold on to. There is nothing. This man looks like he hasn't slept in six months on the sand. He's under immense. He's His backroom staff look like they sell cars on the side, and you want me to hold on to the process? Do you no, think it's helpful no. for the like Stanford Bridge every day to be singing for Tuchel to be singing? But what like do you he's want us gone. To do, man? Like, he's not coming back. So you want to back the manager? <laughs> what 
Clearly, Potter's not turned, become a bad coach overnight yet. If he was a good coach at Brighton, he will be a good coach at Chelsea. But no, you're not guaranteed. It's given the time and it's given the You want to be crying about the ex that left, like Tuchel's gone. 100%. There's nothing to trust. trust I have process. nothing. He's not giving me anything. This is the this is the But problem. how he hasn't been there for that long for you. It's no, been no, six no. months. Okay, like, so that, you think that. you think it's okay for like no matter what you think of Chelsea, Chelsea are a big club, to go eleven games without winning. What leaning one sorry, one win in eleven games. That's not good enough. It happens. Two and twelve. That's not good enough. He, he might. Chosen. He might turn it around with the new <laughs> signings that you've made. My guy that. is like, oh, the, the boys gave a lot of effort today. Oh, the, he's a the pa- type of manager that encourages. That's not a bad thing. Charlie's never Chelsea that didn't. Yeah. Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> but the, you the thing to... is, and I think the, the, pro- <laughs> the problem is, is that I want some energy for Potter the players. Go, Potter going into Chelsea. Chelsea's identity of, of, of how they approach and what their managers are. They're big personalities. They are happy to talk to the press. They'll tell players about themselves. Mm. And I think that is what the Chelsea culture became. And it's a case of, oh, you couldn't win a trophy, but if you start badly, you get sacked. And I think there's now a difference because Potter is just, a, he does, he has a different personality. He is mm. like a, go on guys, let's keep going <laughs> yeah. for the next one, which is fine. <laughs> that will work at certain clubs. I just don't, I don't see it working at Chelsea because the fans' expectation of what they want from a manager, Potter is just the opposite of that. And mm. I don't I don't see how the perception of, of Potter, how he's going to change himself unless he starts dressing differently, talking differently. But he did. And... He came in, he had his little shape up, <laughs> and he thought he was a Chelsea manager. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's harder than that, sweetheart. It's harder than that. And you say you come for the... Pl- if I start on the players, I honestly I think you will have to call the ambulance because okay, I I want to yeah I want to hear some yeah, energy from the players. Listen, because half of them need half to leave, them need to, need to go. I would. The I only don't player know. that should even be staying is Silva. Thiago Silva. Silva is the, the rest of them. The rest of them are awful. Kepa needs to go. Mendy needs Kepa to go. Kepa has been good. Kulabali. <gasps> Kepa's been good. Needs to go. She said. Becky <laughs> saves. I think. She, I think you said that Kulabali was a good signing. I think. Oh, I, I thought he was. Awful. I think I remember that. that. I thought he was. Yeah. Awful. Actually, the product game. that we watched at Serie A is not the product that yeah, has come yeah, to this league. But we could tell though. Sorry, I could tell. But I remember when we were linked to him. I was like, no. No, he left for Napoli and now top of the table. I thought he would be a good signing. But he's not. He's obviously proven that he hasn't. He needs to. He needs to adapt to the Premier League. Serie A is a very slow league. That's why him and J Five, Jorginho, <laughs> excel. <laughs> they excel in those leagues, but they can't excel here. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, there's also someone else you're not talking about. Who? Listen, there's so many people. for Georgie and Ballon d'Or not that long ago. <laughs> so many of them. Someone else who is not suited to the Premier League. That was your striker. Aubameyang. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but actually he scored 15 goals last season. That's he still wasn't seated to Premier League. No, he saying. did it for Everton <laughs> and and West Everton and West Brom. Oh, um, no, those don't count. Clubs too small. The filter's been applied. Listen, we were quite good back then. There's a lot. There's a lot of players that needs to be sold. But as I said, evolution, not revolution. Mm-hmm. Not you're not going to get rid of nine players in a, in a transfer window. Mm-hmm. Evolution. Yeah, he's, he's tried slowly, to do too slowly. much too quickly. Way too quickly. Yeah. And it's like Todd, you're not even like, like. I think he thinks he's smarter than he is. Like this isn't like football is a very unique sport. What you do in baseball, cool, is not going to necessarily work. And these and these prison sentence contracts 
Raw. Eight and a half. Eight and a half years. Do you know how much it's changed in eight and a half years? Seven years. Because but the thing is, I, well, I don't understand. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> nice. But I was going to use Chelsea examples, like Baba Ramen and Bakayoko and all those shinies that don't work out. And then you're trying to loan them every single season to run down their contracts. That's, it's a lot, but all of the new ones that have come in are like seven years plus. Seven That's, years plus. He deserves it for time. signing that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I got to, I've got to say that I don't. What I, one thing I don't understand is why why Arsenal are so obsessed with us beating you to the Ukrainian like. You guys are top of the table. Like, why? <laughs> why are you so? He was, twer- he was twerking for them. He was, he was like great coach <laughs> and doing all of this. He was doing way too much. He was doing yeah. so he was much. He was actually begging, and he was begging for it. He was literally on his knees. But obviously, he wasn't begging that hard because now he's at Chelsea. Yeah, but he didn't want to go. He had well, to. Well, no, he didn't have to go. No, but Shakhtar Sha- Sha- only accepted one offer. Exactly. Like they didn't accept the Arsenal offer, five so million, it was they, either move to Chelsea five, or stay there. Five million. It, it was. It was the, the I think it's the, the structure of the, mm. deal, the structure of the deal in terms but, of what they'll get per season. In terms of, yeah. but it was more competitive than what Arsenal were yeah, offering. Obviously, Todd said, "This is how we're going to do it. We're going to give you what you want." But I think Arsenal. I think even ninety-five, they were just pushing it. I think they had a limit of what they could spend, and the negotiations were going on for how long? But mm. but when Rafinha left Leeds, Leeds agreed a deal with Chelsea. He didn't. He said no. He wanted to go to Barcelona, and Barcelona was less money. So, in but fact, Barcelona, but Barcelona, yeah. the, the, he knew Barcelona were going to come in for yeah. him. Yeah, but Arsenal no, did come in for him. And, and, yeah, and, and then Barcelona. Yeah. So then eventually he had a, he had a choice between two offers. Madrid yeah, only had a choice to either no, accept Chelsea true, or stay no. there. Because Arsenal was just there. Arsenal literally there. If he wanted to go to Arsenal, he would have been at Arsenal. He was not You have to negotiate. The club offer has to be accepted. They said hundred million. That's it. He could have held out. He could have held out. If that's my thing. Then he would have been stuck money. there for he wanted, to, he wanted to move to the Premier League mm. more so than he wanted to go to exactly. Arsenal, which is why he's taken this Chelsea exactly. offer because it was the only one that he had. His agent probably mm. said, look, this is the done deal. You have to do it or... Uh, the agent fee must be huge because eight and a half huge. years... Uh, All I'm saying is that Chelsea temp still have a big pulling power. Chelsea's uh, wallet okay. has a pulling Ooh, power. Okay. The, pre- the Premier League has a big pulling power. Yeah. Final question, um, Tima. Put her out, yes. Yeah, no, no, now that you're temp... <laughs> Do you expect to stay tenth for the whole season? Probably with Potter in charge. Mm. And he probably thinks that's a good job. Even <laughs> 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 we didn't finish tenth. <laughs> okay, if you finish tenth. Chelsea finished tenth before, then they won the league next Are you finishing tenth again? Conte won the league after finishing tenth. I think, I think that's, a, that's, a, that's an unfair question because I don't know what the ins and outs are going to be. Okay. But you have no hope. Is that what you're telling me? Not under Potter, no. Mm. I said. A, a man called Graham cannot win the league. Can't take you anywhere. <laughs> you heard it here, guys. Okay, let's, let's move on to Everton. <laughs> Mother, I mean, I don't know if you're upset oh, or you're happy. Mother. I'm not sure, but... Why would I be happy? What's there to be happy about? Tell us happy. how that Everton loss went. Um, I don't know. I think I closed my laptop at 2-1. Like... We just we were like okay in the first half, but the problem and we've seen it was the exact same game against Wolves. Like played decent, went one and up from a corner, and then. But the thing is, is if you're going to play pragmatic football and you're not going to be creative and you're not going to score goals, then when you get your one goal, you need to defend. You need to not make any mistakes. And both times we've made mistakes. Both mm. of those games were games we could not lose. Even if we don't win them, you cannot mm. lose them. Specifically the one against Southampton because they are 
that's in an even worse scenario than we were before against Wolves. We don't know how to attack without committing all of our players. <laughs> and even when we do that... Hey, everyone, come on, come on, come on. Literally, it's and even when we do that... You set everybody run forward. <laughs> I would take that because even when we do it, they don't go in front of the ball. They just go if a bit forward. forward yeah. yeah, our back line is all the way up at the halfway line. So you've got a player in midfield who's looking around for people in front of them, mm. cannot play anywhere. And if they lose the ball, we have one player back. Sounds like Lampard. That is 100% on Lampard. That, like Lampard. that there is 100% on Lampard. And it's happened, everyone said, when it went 1-1, and bearing in mind, it was a decent first half. We were actually on top towards the end. Awobi could have scored, came close. And we went in being like, you know what? That was a decent first half. We come in and in within a minute, we concede from them just switching off. After it went 1-1, every single Everton fan around the world was like, we are losing this game. Even at 1-0 at half-time, because I saw that you were winning, and I was like, you're not winning that game. We're not winning because that Because it's like you've just said, you just don't have... Your defenders, some of them are championship quality, let's be honest. Cool. But... I don't, like, I don't even think it's our... In all honesty, I don't even think it's our defenders. It's not our defend. Like, I think Cody and Tarkovsky have... And Godfrey, in all honesty, mm. when we play with them for at the back, mm. they do a decent job. But mm. if you look at the way that... If you watch many of our games, it is on the line defending and they do a decent job, but you can't, it's not sustainable to have mm, on the line yeah. defending. We concede the most shots out of anyone in the Premier League because we don't know how to build. We don't have a real style of play and we just, our only way of attacking is just, come on everyone, let's go. Let's go for it. But then they get there and they're like, what do we do? I don't know, because we've got mm. no creative players. Mm. And it's exactly what happened. It happened from us committing loads of players forward. And if you're going to do that when it's an, you cannot lose that game, then you have to win it. You have to win it. Otherwise, it's on you as a manager. And they did that. They went completely forward. Southampton attacked. We had one player back. Gordon gave away a sloppy free kick. They scored from you, the free you kick. Can, you cannot give Southampton set pieces in oh. around the area because James Ward-Prowse. You cannot it's give obvious. them set pieces It's so like obvious. That. He, like, he just... They're, that's bread and butter for him. Either. Bread and butter, yeah. but that's what it is. So when is Frank Lampard going to be fired? Because this cannot go on. The thing is, is like as much as, and it's not me saying it's not Lampard's fault because you heard me say a lot of those tactics are Lampard's fault. Yeah. However, we've had how eight managers, nine managers in eight years, basically. Mm. You cannot tell me that all of that is down to every single one of those managers was bad. When it gets to this many managers and in this position and our talent is going down and down and down, you know that is not just the manager, that is above Do you think this talent's gone down? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> but yeah. that mis- but your we... midfielders, you've got like 100 midfielders. Not really. Not Decore is past it, we've sold on Alan. Now we've got Garner, Onana, to be fair, yesterday, Southampton, that game against Southampton, Onana was the only, like, he came off, everyone else was booing, he came off, because he knew, he waited until the end, (laughs) came off and got a round of applause from that hostile environment, that shows you how good Onana was, I think he'll be great, but come the end of the season, Pickford will probably go, DCL will probably go, they should, even even if we stay up, Onana, I don't know. I think then look at that team and tell me where the quality is compared to two years Awobi? ago when you had. Awobi's good, but I'm like, it's not. It's he, not level of when we when you, a few have years one, ago. One good game every six or seven games. That's not conducive to stay in a league. They're not yeah. goal. And um, also where the like solid talent is is like 
some centre backs, it's not going to get you like goals. It's not going to get yeah. you to stay up. Even if you look in the past few years, like we've had incredible fullbacks for a very long, long mm. time. Seamus Conn, he's still playing, which wow. shows you. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, pa pa Patterson's injured. Yeah, but, Patterson's decent. But again, still, he's so young. He's not there yet. He can't drag you out of a out of a relegation fight. Whereas in form Coleman in his peak and Leighton Baines could actually drag you out of a relegation fight because they were scoring goals, they were getting assists, Leighton Baines particularly. Even when we had Digne, he was a very good replacement. Mm. And now I think Mikelenko is good, but he's a good defender. He's not, he's not creating anything mm. up front. So, but going back to the initial question of Frank Lampard, I think if you look at a club like Brighton, who are basically polar opposite to us in the way the, their club is run, right? Mm. When Potter leaves, that could easily, if that's not a well-run club, that club falls apart, that <coughs> team falls apart. When the manager comes into a team like Brighton, they're doing almost 40%, 30% of the work. Yeah. Because below that, or above that, you have an academy that's working towards the first team. You have um, direction of the football club. They mm. know what kind of style they want to play. That feeds into their academy, that feeds into mm. their scouting, that feeds into even when they're hiring a manager. They knew what kind of manager they, they, wanted. they wanted. They knew they wanted this. And when they get this, and when they get their new manager, it doesn't matter because all their players still fit into a vision. Mm. So whoever you get, as long as that manager fits into that vision, it doesn't matter if those signings have come from a different manager because it still fits into the vision. When you're coming into Everton Football Club right now, mm. not you're not doing 40% of the work, you're not doing 30% of the work, you're doing 100% of the work because mm. all of that is so mismatched. You're working with players from 10 different managers before who fit into completely like different visions <laughs> at a worse level. Um, and then not only that, it's not only you're doing 100% of the work, you've also got an uh, owner of the club who wants to get involved in transfers. Who remembers the El Ghazi transfer last year? <laughs> we were in relegation battle and we signed a player because his agent was mates with our owner and also because they wanted to offset the Digne deal mm. that was done because they wanted to sell a player who was in beef with the manager and then they sacked the manager two days later. So not only are you dealing with 100% of it, you're yeah. actually dealing with 120% of it, 150% of it because you're actually having to correct people above use mistakes as well. So you can tell Lampard's balding, his hair's balding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think Lampard is a good coach. I'll be honest, I don't Ooh. think he is a good coach. Not I don't think he's a good manager. He's got some decent, like he can come in and have some decent vibes and get everyone going. Everyone respects him because he was a respect him. So I think he does a like, he does a decent job in some ways, but he's, he's. He's not like a top-class manager, but someone, um, the athletic reporter for Everton, when Lampard was coming in, he was on like a Twitter space and said, like, in all honesty, whoever comes in, it does not matter because this club is a mess. And if someone who knows what's mm. going on is saying that, you know, it's a problem. So. But I thought, I thought you can't afford to sack. Not really. They really can't. Mm. They really can't. Is financially, with, you can't. What happened yeah, financially, with the fans and the director? Oh, man. This club, like... <laughs> we are, the thing is, we never do things normally. We never do things like... We are in our banter era, but we have been for, like, 10 years. And it's one of those things, like, everyone's saying about Chelsea now of, like, you know, when one thing goes wrong, everything goes wrong. Mm. Like every, this has been asked for 10 years. We cannot just sit quietly and lose. <laughs> we have to do it in a way that is embarrassing. Like, when we lose derbies we don't just lose them we lose them by Pickford hitting it into his own net in the most ridiculous way when we lose again I remember there was a game I think it was against Wolves we lost 3-1 and it was like all right whatever like it's a 3-1 loss whatever 
But in the like 89th minute, a cat comes on the pitch and they're all chasing <laughs> around the cat for 10 minutes. Mm. I'm like, I don't know what it is about this club, it's cursed. When we have a problem with our, our boards and our directors, we don't just like protest. Someone gets her in a headlock. Are you crazy? That's, yeah. <laughs> a headlock? A headlock? Yeah. Yeah. I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was fake. No, no, it was a joke. I told them, don't turn up. I scrolled and I was like, yeah, that's a joke because obviously they'd said, everyone had released. Yeah, so I thought, okay, that's a good joke. And then I saw it in the Liverpool Echo. I was like, yeah. Yeah. This, and have we just seen the videos of them chasing Anthony Gordon? Yeah. It's embarrassing. Like, speaking to yeah. and I, listen, I get it because I get fans' anger. I really do because this is a club where you look at last season. We dragged fans, dragged this team throughout mm. through relegation. Right, we made sure that we did not get relegated, and we have not been repaid. They sold our best player, Richarlison, which they had to do because of their own financial problems. They did not replace him. We're halfway through the January transfer window. And we still have not replaced Richarlison. Mm. Fans deserve way better. Like, we've had 10 years of this. Wait, do we have Mope? Mope? Oh, Mope. come on now. <laughs> it's not fair comparison. Come on. Come on now. You can't just pull up the player. Come on. Listen, have you watched I beg everyone to watch the Wolves highlights, yeah? Because he, Wolves gave the ball to him. <laughs> he was in a one versus one, basically. But like a bit further than the halfway line, five players caught up to him <laughs> as he was jogging through yeah. slowly. Nice. He's like, nah, he's, he's, he's not what we need. Same of it, is it over? We get him relegated? Yeah. Oh, I, I, honestly think, I honestly think we will. Like, I, can't, I can't see it. I cannot, yeah, at this moment, at this moment, I cannot see us getting out of it. It's I really honestly tight think down there as well. It's crazy if we lose years. Everton, West Ham and Southampton. I think that's the current block. I don't think we will. I don't think we will. I don't think West Ham, in all of Everton 19, West Ham. 18. But you look at you look around us yeah, and everyone's on like fifteen points. Or yeah, yeah. It's, it's very tight. Like from fourteenth to twentieth, it's tight. Yeah. It is very <laughs> tight. But the relegation. The problem is everyone around us have positives. We don't like They're getting right now, better. Like Wolves is getting better. Like yeah. Southampton are getting better. We don't have the money to buy players, and even players that we just about have the money for are choosing like Bournemouth over us mm. because they don't believe in the vision of the club. Mm. No one does right now. Even Nottingham Forest are looking good. Nottingham yeah. Forest, they've got money. Like they've all learned each other's names now. And what I will say, what I will say is that, and it's, it's sad to accept, and I, I do worry that like, and also whenever I set my expectations low forever and they go lower. So even if I say, you know what, maybe we do, we get relegated, it is what it is, but I bet we'll do something fucked up and end up like liquidating or something like that. I don't know. I just, I just want to I, I just, do you know what I mean? I know yeah, what I'm going to like. Yeah. We'll, get we'll, we'll do a Sunderland and get relegated the, yeah, the season after. But someone would come back. No, I don't um, know. No, every single thing. Listen, 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 listen. Sure. they not run properly, like how? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Where's just saying, they must and have some And we've got kind all of... our investment in that stadium. We're going to be playing championship football <laughs> in a brand stadium. new stadium. We're going to have to not be able to fill it. There's a lot of players that will need to get sold. Do you think relegation would be the worst? Well, this is what I'm saying. Other than financially, and if we make it through financially, if we get relegated, the thing is, is right now, I'm like, even if we survive this year, we've, unless something dramatic changes this will be our life for the next few years 
do we actually want that? Yeah. Like, what, where is the fun in that? And also, where is the sustainability in that? Sometimes you need a bit of a reset, but yeah. so what we're saying I don't know if I trust the board to even have a reset. Yeah, if you don't, I think a lot of clubs, if you don't get back up again in your first season, you can yeah, end up spending but listen, three, four, five seasons. It will get to a point where I just want to see my team win. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, And if that means winning in the championship, it, it might have to happen. <laughs> so what we're saying, Philemon championship special next season? I'm, I would like I honestly oh, at this moment you can't be on the Premier League I know no, oh, oh, we have a gold diggers WSL edition yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be there my future mother and Philippa no no we have a spin-off if it's both of them we've got to do a spin-off no but I think I don't know I think in all honesty like the way it's going right now is I if I'm if we're sat here at the end of the season and Everton aren't relegated right now, I'll actually be surprised. I'll be like I have started to accept it now, so we'll see. Oh, but ho- hopefully, what a depressing way to end. I know. Yeah. So Welcome to my life, guys. Welcome <laughs> yeah. to my In good news, Everton women won today. Yay! Yay. That's Shout out to the women. <laughs> All right, I think we're going to round it off there. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of our podcast. Please make sure to like, subscribe and follow us. Um, See you next time. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.